All right, guys, welcome back to my midlife podcast. Obviously, you got Houston here. Hey, today's going to be a little different. I am borrowing some audio from another podcast that I do with my man, man, Josh Egolf. Shout out. We did this podcast, I don't know, six months ago or so, something along those lines. And he interviews me about uh, me pursuing my dream of writing my first book, which, by the way, will be coming out in the next month or so. It will be called Looking at 40. So stand by for that. Anyways, so what you're going to hear today is a podcast previously recorded uh, with the Comprehensivists podcast. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to the episode of the Comprehensivists podcast. What's up? Josh here from Longwood, Florida. Houston, as always, on the other end, San Antonio, Texas. What's up, dude? Hey, man. What's going on? What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? Uh, we are doing fantastic. It's Friday evening. I've, I was just telling you, we've got the. Uh, I, I live pretty close here in Longwood to uh, Lake Brantley High School. They got the football game going on, so I can hear the the band is playing right now. I can hear them in the background. It's pretty uh, nice. I got my got a little vodka drink going on here, dude. I've got it's a vodka mixed with um, orange vanilla. Uh, uh, polar seltzer, uh, like soda water Dang. or whatever soda, whatever I call it, club soda. And it's the or it's the the polar seltzer, but it's the orange vanilla flavor. And you mix that with some vodka, put a little shot of vodka in there. There you go. That sounds GD delicious, dude. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's, pr- it's pretty tasty, <laughs> pretty tasty. But anyway, I, I thank you, uh, Houston, for making yourself available for this. I know Fridays are kind of tough. Um, uh, for me, um, I, I'm lucky because the wifey is having a girls' night. She's out with her friends, uh, and so the boys are in bed. I've got the, the house to myself, so I have a nice, quiet uh, house besides the band, of course. And I've got my, my drink here, and uh, we're kind of ready to have a good time. And we've done a handful of these generalist podcasts um, in the past. Obviously, we are we consider ourselves the everything podcast, so we do a lot of generalist podcasts where we kind of talk about uh, many different topics, uh, viewing life from the middle-aged lens, if you will. Uh, but we, we haven't done a lot of these uh, deep-dive-focused podcasts. I want to start getting back into the habit of doing more of these. And so we, we had a handful of topics we're looking at, and um, I actually – I think it'd be super interesting and cool to dive in to your uh, your book. I mean, you're I mean, whether listen, you're a writer, dude. You know, I mean, let's face it, you're a writer. <laughs> you've written a book. You're you've got you're going through the editing process right now. Uh, you have all these plans, um, and I think learning about how you got there would be uh, would be really cool. And so I hope you don't mind, but I kind of want to turn this over. Now make this uh, all about um, uh, your your writing and, how, and writing a book and getting into the mind uh, of a, an amateur author and how you're getting things going. I, I think it'd be interesting. I, I think uh, the listeners would would get something out of it because uh, you know I really want to talk about um, you know following your dreams and following a passion and just making things happen, uh, not making excuses, just just getting results. And uh, I hope that I hope that's cool with you, man. You, you ready for this? I am. Yeah, man. It was cool, and I know we had a couple. Uh, we had a little list of potential topics going. And when I saw this on there, you know, as anything you do that, that you're kind of working on on your own, I, I felt a little hesitant at first about it. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll get more into that kind of uh, topic here in a few minutes. But I was like, you know what? This would be cool to talk about. And just, again, like you kind of touched on, like share my experiences with other folks too. I, you know, some of this stuff might be 
not, I wouldn't say I'm embarrassed to talk about, but, uh, you know, I haven't really talked about it too in depth in the past to other people. So this should be interesting, man. I'm, I'm open for, for whatever questions or comments or conversation we can come up with. So yeah, it's cool, man. Thanks. Well, I think first of all, before we dive into the, the, the whys and the process and all that kind of stuff, um, do you want to give a, kind of a, a quick synopsis about what your, your, your book is about? You want to do that? Sure. Yeah. And I haven't really, so I, this is a good start for me maybe, but I haven't really developed kind of like the, the elevator pitch or speech or whatever you want to call it. But, and so the, the folks I have talked to about the, the upcoming book is like, you know, they're like, well, you know, what genre is it or what type of book is it? And I don't really know how to necessarily define that, but the, the basis of the book is, and we've talked about this several times, uh, in, in different episodes in, in, the podcast is I've turned 40, right? So in what is this September now, April, I turned 40. Okay. So when I was about to turn 39 years old, like I could really feel that, that number and that milestone coming. Right. And, and 40 might not be as big as it used to be in, in people's past. Like, you know, hopefully knock on wood, we, we live a little longer than people in like, you know, the fifties or whatever, but 40 has always been that kind of milestone, uh, for, for men, especially, it seems like that, that, that number really either comes down hard or, or, or comes on great, uh, depending on how you look at it. So I, I could kind of feel that looming over my shoulder, if you will. So I wanted to write about my 39th year. So the year between when I turned 39 and 40, uh, and just why it was important and why I was, you know, finding meaning in the things that I typically wouldn't. So I, I'm, I don't really have a title for it yet. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of working on that, but I like to use the little tagline, finding meaning in the mundane. So little day-to-day tasks uh, that I do here and there, like I, I've really come to truly appreciate those things. And, and I think that that number 40 has something to do with that. So I basically wrote about that year uh, of my life. Um, and it, I thought it was cool too, because I started writing on my 39th birthday, April 12th, and then I stopped writing um, on April 12th, the following year, my 40th birthday was my last chapter. And then I just started the editing process since then. So that's kind of the, I don't know if that's a long story or short story synopsis, but it's about the 39th year of my life. Well, that's something that I think everyone can relate to, especially me uh, as a man, like you were saying, uh, that, um, I'm now 42, but turning 40, you definitely, um, it's, I, I, this, I, it's hard to put into when I mean, everyone talks about turning 40, but you, you definitely feel different and you definitely, at least for me. And I've said this before, uh, I become more aware, um, that, um, my, my days are numbered. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm getting older now. Like you, when you're young, like being in your forties feels so far away, you know, and, and then you get there and you're like, damn, you know, and uh, I mean, you and I talk all the time about our twenties and being in Gainesville, and we're like, that twenty years, just just like that, you know, have gone by. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So I, that's why I think the the book is interesting because uh, I, I think uh, you're taking, you know, you say finding meaning in the mundane. That uh, you're really uh, kind of talking about the the different things in life that we should appreciate. Um, you know, besides obviously, you know, there's you, you want to 
people, you know, you want to go to college and get a degree and find a good job and get married and have a nice house. But there, there's so much more to life than just that. And I think that, I, I mean, yeah, I've been very lucky. You let me read some chapters of, of the book. And I think that you've really, you've really hit on that about um, some of the things that make that make it cool being alive. You know what I mean? Th- things that you yeah. appreciate now that you would never appreciate, um, you know, in your 20s. And, and, and so uh, I know you, you talk a lot about that. And, you know, I thought it was cool, too. This is a few episodes ago now, and I think I was asking you some questions and I asked you like, what, what is something that you wish you would have done in your twenties? Basically it was something along those lines. And, and one of the things you mentioned was kind of keeping like a journal of your, yep. of your day to day, uh, ongoings and whatnot. And this is kind of, the book is kind of like that. It's, it's a little more than just mm-hmm. like a journal. Um, but, but it is that. And I think even, you know, who knows where this thing will go, but you know, you know, God willing 20 years from now, if, you know, I'm still around and kicking. I, I even if it's just me going back and reading this thing, I think I'll truly, truly appreciate this kind of uh, what I consider a, a pretty important year of my life. So that it was cool when you brought that up because it, it made me think like, hey, this is kind of like a, a journal, if you will. Of yeah. Sorts, right. So that's kind of neat, too. Did you know um, that have you always wanted to to do like long form writing or is that something that you kind of came on to um, like? later in your thirties? Like, have you, have you always known you wanted to be a writer? I, I wouldn't say always. I, I think I've been drawn to it in a way, but I've never, uh-huh. I've never really attempted anything, especially to this, to this manner. You know, I've written things for myself. I will admit that I think in seventh grade, I won some kind of poetry contest or something along those lines. <laughs> and I, I, there's a lot nice. of people in this world that, uh, are either gone or still with us that, that I admire that have been writers. And I think it's, um, uh, an art form that I truly appreciate and that could potentially shrink or, or even go away in the future, just the way that technology is going and those kind of things. And I think it's becoming, I, I don't want to say a lost art quite at this point. Um, but I could see it going that route in the future. So I've always had this weird like draw to it, but I've never necessarily attempted it attempted it on my own to share with other people. So I've kind of, you know, tooled around with it a little bit for myself. I've always been interested in, you know, proper sentence structure, not, not necessarily like in the grammatical form, but just like uh, alliteration and and things that sound good and how to get your point across quickly, efficiently uh, and beautifully. Right. So I, that's what I'm trying to kind of do here. And I, I haven't attempted it, in the past, like I said, so this is something that I'm kind of trying to stretch myself with. Um, but yeah, I, again, the original question, I've, I've always been drawn to it, but I've never acted on it. And that's why I'm kind of proud that I'm acting on it now. Do you think, I mean, now that you've, um, taken a, a full year and have taken all this time to, to put this together in as a form you can present to an editor and, and down the road, obviously, uh, put on the market uh, for sale, do you think uh, there's a writer in everybody or is it, do you think that you have to have the the talent or do you have to develop the talent? Like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, especially now everyone is a fucking writer now, pardon my language about, yeah. you know, like the people are, are writing, you know, these, it, it just, uh, you go to like Yelp and everyone's got their, their reviews going. And of course everyone's on Facebook and everything. And, and people I think are, are sharing more of their, um, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I'm getting my, no, my statement yeah. out the way I want it to, but like everyone like is sharing their thoughts on, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a digital version, but you know, they're, they're sending tweets and sending things out. And so like, um, it's, and some of it is it's not so good. Yeah, you gotta admit. Um, 
But like now that you've done it, I mean, do you think do you, now? Obviously, since you've already gone the, the distance and written the book, obviously you, you have the talent. Um, do you think it's something that you felt like you were ready for? And then do you do you think there's a, a writer in, in each person, or do you think you, you got to kind of have that that it factor? Uh, so I'm gonna probably waffle back and forth a little bit on this answer, but I, <laughs> I think like I don't know if you want to call it technically or theoretically, there there probably is a writer in everybody. And that's because we all have like kind of our internal thoughts and internal dialogue with ourselves. If we can put mm-hmm. that into words that other people will be interested in reading, then we all at least have the, even if it's a sliver of potential, I, I think there is. I think, a, 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 I think like you brought up, you know, social media and people are just posting stuff out there and those kind of things. I think people are wasting uh, those thoughts on those type of formats and not really sitting down and thinking about why their their thoughts are important why are they thinking those things why is it important would other people be interested in hearing about this and what format should it come in right so i I think there is potential for everybody so you know i like some of the some of the best authors in the world i like reading their stuff but i also like pretty popular books that are not the most well-written right they're that they're not necessarily, you know, professional authors. They just have something interesting to say and they just put it out there for people to read. And I, I read those kind of books too. So, so I think, you know, 90, 90 something high 90% of the population has the uh, opportunity to become some form of writer, maybe not in long form or books, because I'll tell you, man, I worked on this for a long time and it's a lot a lot of work, you know, I had to really dedicate my, a lot of my time, get up early a lot of days, you know, really try to plug mm-hmm. away at it. So I don't, so, so if we're talking about maybe like the book form, then I would say no, because a lot of people don't have the discipline and, you know, the, uh, the willingness to commit their time to create something of that length. Uh, but I, I do think everybody could try to do some kind of article or a couple paragraphs here and there, or even if it's like we just mentioned, like journaling for themselves and then going back and in, in reading, I think there's different definitions of writing and writers. So yes, everybody can do it, but to do something like I'm trying to do, and I'm not saying I've technically accomplished it fully yet, but man, it takes, it takes a lot of time and commitment. Uh, well, that's a great answer, and thank you for your thoughts on social media because you you put you put my thoughts into words better than I was doing. So, <laughs> see, you're such a natural at writing and, and putting words together and thoughts together that you're, you're making me sound better. So, I, I appreciate that. Um, what I think would be really cool. I have some more questions down the road, but I, I want to get into um, the process because I, I always when I, when I think about. Um, you know, writers that I enjoyed uh, reading and, and some of the, the best books and everything. I, I always wonder, like, especially when you get, I think of writers like Stephen King that write these, like, giant, you know, like, 800,000 page, uh, you know, 800 page to 1,000 page uh, novels. Um, yeah. That's like, I, I don't even know how, the the process and putting it together and, and everything. Like, um, I, I, don't, I don't even know where, where you would begin, but I, I would be very curious um, like your process, when you decided you were going to do this, obviously you mentioned you were uh, up early in the morning. Um, did you already know, like obviously, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I've had a, a chance to read um, some of your chapters. Um, and so obviously each one kind of revolves around a mundane task, a mundane in, in, in 
terms of what you you are classifying as mundane, a mundane task, um, and why it's important and why it's important now versus um, you know how you may have viewed it uh, back in the day. Um, did you already know the topics you were going to do? Like, what was your? I guess it's kind of a two part question. Like, just this, uh, uh, this learning about the process in general, and also about how you you chose the topics that you chose. Yeah, that's a good question. So the, the first part, I guess, is I, I didn't know the topics because this kind of played out over the full year, right? So okay. So the chapters right. are about you know stuff I did. I didn't you know I didn't write a chapter every day necessarily. Three hundred sixty five mm-hmm. chapters for the whole year, but uh, <laughs> when when basically I spent you know quite a while just jotting down notes in like a legitimate notebook, um, not on a computer or anything like that, like. The first probably few months of the year, I was like, oh, man, here's what I did today. Here's kind of why it was important. And just like really, really basic thoughts, you know. And then, you know, it kind of uh, it kind of changed from there where I would start an outline, right? Like, here's what I did today. Here's kind of like what it meant. Here's why it would have been different when I was, you know, 22 years old or 28 years old or whatever, Mm-hmm. Here's why it was important today, and then kind of like a a, a moral uh, of the of the story, if you will, or of the chapter. So it it took many many iterations to get to this kind of format that I landed on. So I'm, I'm I've done my best to make and, and some some people might think this is a a boring way to to go about it. I think it's kind of cool. So each one of my chapters, and I'm still I'm still narrowing it down and figuring out exactly how many chapters I have, but. Mm-hmm. Each chapter will have five paragraphs, and they're all structured in the same format. So you kind of get a, a rhythm going. Uh, they're all okay. they're all approximately the same amount of words. Um, so so, I, I kind of just um, took note of tasks throughout the year, and then I would sit down maybe a few days later after that happened, uh, and, and write about it. And what I would do is kind of I'd get up. So I started this. Um, this probably was in conjunction. With, with me writing this book, but a little over a year ago, I started waking up at five o'clock every day. Uh, house is quiet. I don't have to go to work for a while, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I would try to pick one of those topics that I had in my notebook uh, or pick one of the outlines. And my goal was always to write a thousand words per day. So I would focus on this one chapter, attempt to write a thousand words on it, and then leave it. And then I would go back and edit it much later, and I'm still kind of in that process now. So, uh, so I don't know if that answers the question fully, but it, it basically took me a few months to kind of get what I was trying to do with this, develop a good structure of the book, and then develop mm-hmm. the discipline of like, okay, every day from now on, I'm getting up at five and I'm writing a thousand words. And I, you know, I wrote, I think my the uh, final kind of I don't know if you want to call it a manuscript, but was like a hundred and fifteen thousand words, right? Which is way, way, way nice. too long for this type of book. So I'm I'm cutting <laughs> stuff out, editing, obviously, but um, it it took a lot. So yeah, notebook structure, right? That's that was kind of my game plan. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, did you find yourself? Uh, ever holding back? Did you ever, did you ever have thoughts that you want to put on paper and you're like, ah, I don't know if I want to. I'm not ready to put this out there yet. Did you? Okay, uh, sorry. Did you find yourself holding back? And then did you down the road go back and put it out anyway? You know what I mean? Like, did you did you ever change your mind on something that you were kind of like unsure? You were like, 
you know, maybe it's something you were, maybe I'm not to say embarrassed, but just something that you were kind of uh, uh, cautious about putting out there, and then uh, you know going back later and saying, you know what, screw it, I'm, I'm, this is this is my book, and this is what I have to say. Uh, yeah, I would say definitely. I would say some, like I said, when I was jotting down, hey, here's what happened today, and, and I would. So when it was just me and my my little notebook writing it down, I would put down kind of anything that I felt was was maybe important. But then there were a lot of uh-huh. things in there that I would hesitate to write about because I'd be like, well, people don't want to read about this or it's cheesy or it's going to make me look kind of lame or weird or whatever. Um, but then I kind of got over that hump. OK. And, and I would go back and, and write the chapters on it. But then it got to the point where like, all right, this chapter's in the, you know, kind of draft form. But like. You know, if I wrote something about, you know, someone close to me in my family, like something that mm-hmm. like, what if I include this in the book and they read it? How are they going to feel about it? Right. Uh, so there's still, to be honest, like, and like I said, I'm kind of in the cut down mode right now, trying to get um, the best chapters in there that I can. There's still several chapters that I think are, are good, but I, I, I'm not sure how, you know, if the person that that chapter is kind of about or closely related to how would they feel about it? So I'm still kind of fighting sure. that. Right. So even if it was important to me and I think the, the overall kind of like moral, of the story is important uh, maybe for others. I, I'm, I'm fighting with that still, if it affects people that are, that are close to me or that I care about, I'm still fighting with if, if those chapters should be included. Is there anything that you may have, and I know this is getting kind of deep, but uh, I, th- I think this would be interesting, and I think this would happen. I, f- I think if I was writing a thousand words per day, and I want—I don't know if people realize that how hard that must be to write a thousand words. I mean, that's uh, that sounds like a a, a tough challenge, and so yeah. I got to give you all kind of kudos for um, giving yourself that uh, that task every day. Um, That's—I I can't imagine that's an easy feat. So um, that's—I'm—I'm I'm, don't know how you did it, and that, that's that's pretty damn badass in my opinion. <laughs> but did you find yourself? Um, and again, I know this is kind of a cheesy, deep thing, but like reading as you wrote this, did you go back and read this and did you actually like discover things about yourself that you may not have even been aware of? Um, yeah, I would say, I I would say I did. And and by the time I got kind of the end, so I didn't go back and read necessarily any of the chapters until I was finished writing. So I didn't start, okay. You know, the first round of editing or whatnot. So some of the early chapters I kind of forgot about. Um, really? Okay. And so, so yeah, I, I think I did. And I think, um, it, and this kind of goes back to, to your last question, maybe I think towards, you know, the second half of the chapters that I had included, I, I found myself being more willing to include chapters that I would potentially be embarrassed about when I first started writing. So I, you know, mm-hmm. I would write about stuff that I'm, you know, I'm not going to give specific examples right now, but that in the first 30 chapters I tried to write like I wouldn't ever put those because I was trying to be like everything needs to be cool and important and and you know mm-hmm. stuff like and that that people would would see in that way but I found kind of a trend or a theme in the later chapters of the book which actually turned out being the better ones uh, so I got this little like color coding going on right now in my chapter outline where I'm trying to decide which ones to keep officially and you know, I don't know how many chapters I got in the draft. Let's say 110. Um, if you look at the last 55 of them, most of those are keeps. And the first half of them, maybe, you know, 
half of those or keeps or something along those lines. So I, so I found myself more willing to uh, kind of share these things, even though no one's really reading this yet. Um, but, but it was interesting to see like, oh, th this is something that I could have written about, you know, in the first half of the book, but I didn't because I was still internally embarrassed or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. So does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, was there, is there anything, um, and I, I know I'm kind of, if I'm prying, you can tell me to back off, but like, is, is there anything that, that you started, that you purposely are, are omitting from the book? Uh, you like start writing, you're like, you know, I'm, I'm not putting that in there. Like, you know, like maybe something that uh, you thought about putting in there and you're like, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, I, I would say there's, there's a couple segments that I've just cut, in, but I, it, but it goes back to if it potentially impacts others that are close to me. I, I don't think I've cut out much that. I would think would be embarrassing for others to read. I, I, I think it's more like, you know, if this could be construed in a negative way by my, you know, family member X, then I, I'm just going to cut it because it, it's not maybe worth the, you know, cause I'm assuming those, those that are that close to me are, are going to read this thing. Knock on wood. Like, hey. uh, yeah. 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 So, I, so I did go I back and I about. just automatically cut a couple of those because I think I have a lot of other good options. So it, I, I didn't see the, Kind of the, the the risk reward or you know pros cons uh, you know scale going in my favor there so yeah I did go back and, and cut things out that I thought again were were good uh, but wouldn't wouldn't necessarily know or want other people to respond to them so well I gotta imagine it must be hard to edit because you put so much work into it. Like it, it's, that's gotta be, in my opinion, that, that you must be in the hardest part of the process. I mean, well, obviously writing the thing taking a year to do it, but I think choosing what to, what to omit after you, you like, you've done it, you spent a whole year, you've got it all laid out like that, that, um, I would, I must imagine it must be really hard. Cause like, this is, this is like your, your, your hard work. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you did it, you, you have this presentation, you have it done. And now you have to be like, well, I guess I have to remove this or cut like that. I, I, I imagine that must uh, um, be um, just be tough considering all the work you put into it. It is. Yeah. And so I was, I was telling, I was saying that I have this like kind of color coding going. So it's kind of like a red, yellow, green, like cut, maybe keep type deal. And, and so I still have several uh, chapters in my outline that are like, ah, I should probably cut this either because of quality or just the topic's dumb or whatever, but I can't quite delete it yet. So it's funny that, so I'm, yeah, like, I'm, I work so hard yeah, on this. So like, I'm keeping I'm this on out. like a cloud-based <laughs> software platform. And it's like, I've made several copies. So it's like, all right, here's the original copy. Here's the like post first edit. So that way I can still go back and read these uh, chapters that I have potentially cut. Um, cause it, it is hard to, to get rid of them. Even if like I reread them for the third or fourth time and I'm like, this sucks. Like <laughs> if it's that obvious, maybe I will cut it. But if it's like, eh, it, that kind of sucks. I'm, I'm still like hesitant to like hit the delete button, you know, like what Josh, what like, do you think I should just, if I have this gut instinct that I should cut some of these things, should I just cut them or should, what should I do, man? It's tough, right? Uh, that is a really tough question and hard for me to answer because I know, I mean, 
to me, I have such a respect for what for what you did. I mean, because you've really put your your heart and soul um, into this project, and so um, I don't know. A, a part of me says wants to tell you. I mean, I, I I get where you're coming from, but my gut says, man, if you put it on paper and this is what you believe, like you, it needs to be. Well, whatever, typed it out, whatever. Like it should it should be included. Um, I mean, uh, but I, obviously, I mean, I'm I'm not a writer, clearly, so I. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how how valid my opinion is, but uh, that that's a really that's a tough question, man. That that's really hard. Uh, I I would imagine I'll bet you every writer goes through this for sure. You know, for sure. And like, I, you know, I was kind of and this sounds cheesy, but like I said, I had like 110,000 words. That's a lot of words. No, like, do people want to read that much? So I, I like my opinion was I need to cut a lot of this stuff out. But then I started reading about it, and and like opinions from a lot of successful authors are like, Hey, you know, if it's your story and it's something that you think people will read or want to read or should read, then just keep it. Right. So if my book's longer than it should be, maybe that's okay. You know, I don't want to, you know, you see these, Oh, this type of book should have 60,000 words. I like, I don't want to necessarily hold myself to that and like cut things out that I don't really want to cut out. Cause this is, you know, it's my thing, right? So if, if if people get bored with some of the stuff and they stop reading it, then then that's fine. But I'm, you know, still giving it my my best effort and not not selling myself short, right? Well, I agree. You shouldn't work within any uh, boundaries or constraints because this is really, um, and again, not not to sound silly, but this is this is your art. You know what I mean? Like this is this is your uh, you're putting everything, um, you know, putting your soul out there uh, to. Uh, um, be, be read and be consumed yeah. and, and be, uh, you know, enjoyed. And so, um, yeah, you, you, you shouldn't have, it's tough. You know, that's why for me, I'm like, you shouldn't have parameters. Um, you know, you, you don't want to hold yourself back. You're not, you know, it's, you're not being honest with, with yourself or, or your product. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, again, I am not a writer, so I know I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm talking out of line right now, but that's just my, my, uh, my thoughts, uh, anyway, on that. Um, would you have started writing sooner if you could? Like, do you, do you ever, I, I obviously I, your, the premise of your book was about the, um, going into your, forties uh, and, and your experience during your, your, the, the last, the final year of your thirties before hitting that benchmark. Um, now that you've gotten a taste of being a writer and you've gotten the, got the book uh, under your belt, do you, uh, do you, do you wish you would have written sooner? Like, do you, or was this the right time in your life to, to do this? I think it's a bit of both. Um, again, I don't want to mm-hmm. keep waffling on questions. I wish I would have started the uh, learning experience of writing sooner. So I wish I would have tried to, you know, find some news topic or something that. So Josh, okay. So what we're doing here with this podcast, we're we're finding topics that we're interested in, and we, you know, we've done several deep dives in. You know, we're kind of exploring and pushing the boundaries of our knowledge and those kind of things. I wish I would have done that, you know, 10, 15 years ago in the in the written mm-hmm. form. Um, I do because, one, I've always, and I think this, this was your first question, but like I've always kind of been drawn to it or interested in it. And I could have gotten better. Like now that I'm going back through this stuff that I have and, you know, I'm trying to find a, a the editor that, that kind of fits my style and I'm, I'm self-editing like, man, 
there's a lot of room for improvement, right? And I, I think if I would have started this, maybe out of out of Roy Mays's class right away, um, that I would <laughs> I would have had a lot of time to improve. I might not have tried to write a book or something when I was 30 or 32. I so it, it's both. Right now is the proper time for me to to try this. So this is like a bucket list item for me. I want to go. write and publish a book. So right now is the perfect time for me to to do to try and to do that. I, I wish I would have started on the craft earlier, though. You know, going back to our days in Gainesville, he made a good point. Uh, Roy Mays may have been a catalyst for this whole thing. Maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a good point. We have a. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times we've mentioned him in that class uh, on the podcast so far, but we have like this. <laughs> Uh, uh, fa- you know, odd fascination with that, right? So maybe, maybe it is tied to that, man. We spent, we spent some time trying to get our our words tightened up and more efficient, and working on facts and and those kind of things. So maybe you're right, man. Maybe that's where it all started. I, I think it's because uh, for anyone that's new to the podcast or unfamiliar with the story, Roy Mays was we had a um a, a writing. I think I believe it was was it writing for journalism. Was that the, the correct title? I think it was course? writing was, for mass communications. Yes, that's correct. Um, that's it. And um, our our uh, teacher, uh, who has since passed away, rest in peace, uh, Roy Mays. Um, he he was a professor, and he was uh, he was very loyal to the craft, and he was really really hard on on the students but like but in a he 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 was tough because he wanted you to be perfect and and to do it correctly and his grading structure was was very difficult i mean you you could not make a mistake and i i appreciate that because that 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 gets you ready for the real world you know he he didn't soften it up and that was his whole thing he was like look if you make a mistake if you're you got a job somewhere and and you're, you're writing for a paper or whatever you're doing, and uh, he's like, "You make a mistake, you're losing your job." And he's like, and, "You know." And so um, he he was tough. Yeah, it was, it was a tough class, but uh, um, you know, obviously both of us passed the class. It made me very happy. It wasn't an easy class to do, but uh, I think because he was so tough, we I, I I have a lot of respect for that. I don't know if that exists anymore in 2019. You know, it's a different kind of <laughs> kind of atmosphere right now, and it comes to that. That's so a good I don't point. know yeah. if those really tough uh, professors are out there anymore, but. Uh, yeah. Roy Mays, man, he he, he cannot be stopped. Yeah, J- Josh, just to not to sidetrack us, but I, didn't we have a couple of uh, uh, graded papers hanging up on our fridge back there in Gainesville <laughs> with some gold stars on them? I can't remember our exact scores, but uh, they had gold stars, so it must have been pretty good. Well, the gold stars were put on there by us because I'm pretty sure one of my papers, I, I if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a 15 <laughs> a score, of it. and I was like, I've never gotten a 15 in, in my life. Um, and I think it may have been because of like one or two errors in, in the, the project that we had. Um, and so, uh, obviously at the time we're, it's, it's not funny at all to, to get a 15 on a, on a paper. Um, but we, you know, obviously we were, you know, in our early twenties, college students goofing off. You know, pounding beers every single day. We're like, oh, let's have some fun. <laughs> we put it on the fridge with a gold star. Oh my god, I I have that paper somewhere. I know oh, I kept really? it. I have it in my files. So, yeah, I, I have like a. I have a, a a bin. I uh, like in our garage. Uh, you know, we have like various storage bins of this whatever, just miscellaneous crap. Um, and I do have a bin that's just like college. You stuff. gotta find that that's man. Just, oh, it's uh, I, I have, dude. I will before the next podcast. I'll find it and uh, maybe I'll even read it. 
<laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Make sure you. Uh, I'm like, did I get a 15 on this? Is that even read possible? The, there's probably, Shit. but like you said, you probably made like two errors and you had a 15 somehow. Like it's crazy. So I, like, I guarantee I've made a thousand errors in this writing. But mm. yeah, maybe, maybe you're right, man. It's a good, good point. Maybe uh, that that was the catalyst of, of me wanting to get into this. Who would have known after uh, all these years we'd be talking about him 20 years later on the podcast? After you wrote a book, he'd be so proud of you for writing a book right yeah. now. He'd be very, very, very proud of yeah. that. Um, so now that you've had a taste uh, of writing um, and you're chasing this dream, and we'll get into to that in a little bit, because I, I definitely want to to talk about your thoughts um, and just about overcoming your fears and, and just chasing your dreams, you know, you only live once type thing. Um but now that you've really, um, well, I don't know if this, I don't know if you classify this as, as your dream, but it's definitely on your bucket list, like you said. Um, if you could choose like your career path moving forward, like if you could be a writer full time, like is that what you'd want to do? Would you want to write all the time? To be honest, yeah, I think so. So this has really changed kind of my mindset, um, and and this has maybe been in the works for a few years now about like how I think about things and life and. Uh, what I want to do in the grand scheme of things. But if I had to say yes or no, I, I would say yes, man. Like, again, going back to like me getting up early in the morning and just writing for a while, quiet house, just me thinking about what I want to write, going through with the process, being hard on myself. Um, it was very, very interesting to me. Um, I, if I could be a, a full-time writer and we'll see we'll see where this book leads so who knows but um i i I think i i think i would i think if i could choose a profession at this point in my life it it would be writing and i don't i don't know if it would be books necessarily or uh, maybe some op-eds or articles or you know i i know the formats of writing you know people are making livings off of blogs at this point um so i if I really sat down and thought about what I wanted to do, I think I would choose writing. Yeah. Would you rather be a writer or a podcaster? Oh, tell well, that's both. Right so that's it. That I think they're <laughs> closely tied. So like, what? again, going back to, to uh, what we were yes. talking about a few minutes back, what you and I, Josh are doing <laughs> with the comprehensivist podcast, like we're thinking, we're making opinions on the stories we're talking about. We're doing deep dives. We're challenging ourselves. We're putting our art and craft out there. We're comfortable with other people consuming it. We're sharing it. It's the same thing, man. Like maybe podcasting is the, you know, the new version of writing to a point. I, I think they're closely linked. I, I think what I'm looking for is that that lifestyle, right? Like be able to share, uh, commit your time to the things you're interested in, those kind of things. So I, I, I think they're closely tied together. Uh, let's do both. There you go. What, uh, okay. I want to have a, this is kind of a, a goofy question here, but what, what is the, uh, what's the worst advice you've seen about writing? Like, I'm sure you've done some research and, uh, as you were prepping, uh, um, you know, you're, you're, getting your, your skill set ready and, and trying to get your process ready. Like, did you ever read any, any articles? Like what's like the, the, the shittiest thing you saw about writing and you're like, that's, there's no way. Like, is there, is there anything that sticks out in your head and you're like, this is stupid as far as like, um, you know, advice for amateur writers. 
I would say I've seen a lot of like, uh, there's kind of two schools of thought, right? every day or right when you're motivated. And I would say the, 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 some of the worst advice I've seen is like, wait till you have that creative mindset or wait till you have that, that motivation that, that you think you're going to write something good today. Because I, I've, you know, throughout the year where I was actually writing, I went through, you know, let's say two week spans where I wouldn't really write because I'm like, I, I, I just don't feel like it. I'm not motivated. I don't feel mm-hmm. creative. And that just is like a snowball effect. It's a, it's a, it's a crutch. It's a, uh, something to lean back. I don't have to write today, man. I'll just write double three days from now when I'm feeling good and creative. So I, I would say the worst advice I've seen is just wait till you have that moment of creation. I, I would lean more towards do something every day. I, I didn't necessarily write a thousand words for 365 days, like I said, but I did something. I, I wrote down an outline or a topic, or I kind of went back and tweaked a chapter. So I would say the worst advice I've seen, at least in my opinion, everyone's different, is to wait for that moment of motivation. You got to just do it. Be disciplined. Do it every day if that's what you're trying to do. I love it. That I love that answer. That's a great effing answer right there. Um, I actually, uh, I, I want to get your thoughts. Um, I, I did a quick Google uh, before uh, before the podcast, I want to Google this phrase here, and then I want to tell you the first thing that pops up and see if you agreed with it. And so I actually Googled hardest part about being a writer. And the first thing that pops up, it says, the hardest part about being a writer is the fact that everyone in your life thinks whatever you're writing is about them. That's the truth. And as the artist, it's a hard pill to swallow. Is that something that you would agree with, disagree with, your thoughts on that? Whew. Well, that's tough because I've, <laughs> that's, I, I, that's deep. That's right? deep. So I've kind of alluded to that. I, first of all, my answer would be yeah, and you kind of my did. answer would be disagree. Um, but I, but I have mentioned it a couple times where like I didn't want to include certain things because people are gonna either think or know the way I'm writing and the stuff I'm writing about. They're gonna probably know that that's about them. Um, but I, I would disagree. I, w- I would say the hardest part is. Uh, the willingness to share your work. And that was the hardest part for me. Uh, I, what it was it two, three months ago at this point where I finally kind of shared the the fact that I'm, I'm writing this thing on, you know, with my social media, my families, my close friends, mm-hmm. my acquaintances. I finally shared it. Uh, I put myself out there. I linked to some of my uh, writing. I, I don't feel like, and maybe it's different for me because like, this is kind of a selfish book, to be honest. Like I'm right. A lot of this stuff is about me and how I uh, dealt with it and felt about it and those kind of things. So, so I would say if I had to choose agree or disagree with that, I would say disagree. The hardest thing for me was sharing it, willingness to share it. Well, I wouldn't say that, that, uh, that, that you're, you're being selfish with the book. I mean, yes, obviously you, you're using your own life experiences, but again, I think just in my opinion, um, that this is something that we can all relate to because I mean, aging is something that everyone, um, has to deal with and it's something that everyone is challenged with and that everyone, especially like you said, once you hit that big four Oh man, that's you really, your whole perspective on everything changes Absolutely. because you really start to, you start to understand like, okay, this, this, this is my only life. Like every, everything that happens, 
uh, is important because this this is it. This is the only one I'm going to have, and this is you know getting to experience you know this this awesome life is uh is pretty cool and so that's why i I love the idea of your book about how um every little thing is important because i think you know if if i'm not overstepping my boundary here like basically uh, all these little mundane uh things that happen in your life they all they all make you better in a way you know even even the hard days even the failures those kind of things like everything you know all these little things make you a better person and uh you know i i what more can you ask for, uh, you know, out of life? You know, I think the the way you win life is just to, you know just just be a good person and, and you know learn from your mistakes and appreciate all the things around you. And I don't know, I, I feel like that that might be kind of uh, where you're getting at. Am I, am I kind of on the, the right path here? No, so I I think you, you probably did the uh, a better kind of elevator pitch than I did. So yeah, like <laughs> even so, Trademark. so I have a lot of things that happened um, throughout the year that I wrote about that were that were could be seen as negative, but if you find the positive in them and you progress and you improve from those things, then Hey, overall it's a positive, right? And then there's many things that happen on a day-to-day basis that are positive, but you don't see that way until you really stop and think about it. So I think Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a good way to describe it every day. There's potential to progress, improve, have a better life, be happier, um, enjoy life more, those kind of things. And that's, so hopefully everyone listening goes goes back and re- reads this uh, book at some point, but it, you'll see a common theme in the moral of each of these chapters is like, whatever happened today, think, really think, stop and think about it. And I guarantee uh, it'll be a positive, right? N- you know, there's some outliers, not a, you know, like there's some bad stuff that happens in life, but if you really stop, and truly consider what happened to you on a specific day or why you did X, Y, Z 99% of the time, man, it's going to be a a positive outcome. And that's something that we need to appreciate and realize. Yeah, for sure, man. I love, I love it. Um, I know we're we're going a a little bit long here, but I'm, this has been a great conversation. So I'm, I'm going to keep going just a a little bit more if if that's okay. I I know we're putting a a whole lot on on you today. Are are you you okay for a little bit longer? You you good for maybe a few minutes? I'm okay, but I also feel bad that like, I feel like again, go like, I, I know this sounds stupid because I just wrote this whole book about myself basically. And I, it's selfish again. So like, but I, but this is cool stuff, man. I like it, man. And I appreciate you giving me the, the opportunity to, uh, talk about this uh, and maybe share uh, some of these experiences with other people. And, and again, to put me out there, I'm, I'm trying to be more and more comfortable with sharing this stuff. So I, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, of course, man. Well, I mean, what, what I, what I want, uh, I mean, obviously I, I want to help you promote your book and, 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 you know, get that uh, going. But I, again, I, I think the whole process uh, to me is very cool. Um, the, the fact that, that. Sh- you put all the time into it and made it happen. It wasn't just a, like a pipe dream, like, Oh, it'd be cool to be a writer someday. Like you actually, you know, made it happen and and you put everything, uh, you know, you, you, you put it to the test and, and made it work. And so that's kind of what I wanted to, uh, to overall kind of allude to for anyone listening is, um, uh, the importance of, um, not thinking that certain like, bucket list items are out of reach and and really following uh dreams and accomplishing goals and um how they, they may seem tough but uh um you know putting putting your mind to it um you know kind of like you did um it makes these things uh much easier to accomplish 
and then you, you put you put an entire year of work into this thing, man. <laughs> so like, like you spent a whole year doing it. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. And and uh, um, so I I don't know what kind of question to ask into that, but I, I would love uh, to hear your, your advice to, to anybody um, that may have similar aspirations or things, but they're kind of hesitant. They're, they're afraid of putting themselves out there. They're afraid of failure. Um, I would love to, uh, to kind of hear your, your take on that and, and how um, you overcame that fear of failure and how you became motivated by, um, by, uh, the uh the the process of time and aging to, to really um use that as motivation to to get going uh on things you want to do well yeah no that's a great question um, sorry i, I know that's that that's tough i know so i think the first thing is and, and you touched on but like the, the willingness first of all you got to be willing to one put in the time to share it with others you know and those kind of things but to back up i guess for a minute um you asked like, uh, what, why did I want to become a writer and like what kind of, um, work I guess that I, I put into that goal, but you could replace the word writer with anything. Um, Mm -hmm. so this goes back to the question of, Hey, does, does everybody have the potential in them to become a writer? And so I guess that's what I'm aiming at. You could, you could replace that word in that sentence or that question writer with, with anything you want. Um, and not to get too like cheesy with it, but like you could say, you know, does everybody have the potential to become X or Y or Z? And, and I think the answer is, is pretty much yes. It, and, and it just takes the, the commitment, the desire. And I'll tie this back to, I did something every day, even if it was 10 minutes, if I, if I, edited a paragraph or if I went back and like said, "Ah, I don't know about this chapter and put a note in there. I did something every day now for, uh, it's been, you know, what a year and a half at this point. Right. So I, so I wrote for a year, but now I've been editing and, and arranging and those things. I've been on vacations during that time. And, and during the vacations I put in work, um, and stayed true to it. And that's because I've really enjoyed it. It's been cool. I am proud to say that, you know, I've, I've been writing for 18 months now. So, yeah, so, so I think all those things tie together. Does everybody have the potential to be X? Yes. But they have to be willing to commit to it. Um, and that and that's kind of what I've done. And I know it's it's hard for some people, you know. People have challenges and, and responsibilities and those kind of things. But if you really want something, man, you just put in the time and you'll be surprised uh, what you get back. You know, I going back to the, like getting over my fear of, of, of sharing. It, it took a while, man. I didn't I didn't share this thing till after it was completely written for the most part. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised with the feedback I got. I. You know, I shared it on Facebook and, and those kind of things. I even, like, was brave enough to work myself up to sharing it on LinkedIn. Um, and I got many comments and messages. Man, I was getting text messages from people that I haven't talked to in, in quite some time saying, hey, this is cool stuff. Awesome, man. We wish you luck. You know, we read a couple of your chapters. Nice. It's cool. And, and that was awesome, man. And I'm like, why was I why was I worried to share this? So, so, so I would say uh, – you like 
if you want to do something, do it, but focus on it. You have to, you can't just do it kind of half-ass. You have to put in your time commitment. And then when you get to the point where uh, you're comfortable with it, or at least quasi, just get over that hump and share it. Because even if it, like my, this book might suck, man. I don't know. Uh, but guess what? No one, if it does, no one's going to care, man. Like my life's going to go on. I'm going to keep, I'm going to try to get better at it. You know, if no one reads it, um, or if they read two chapters and decide it's not for them, that's fine. Um, but be willing to share, be willing to commit time. And I think that's, a uh, some pretty sage advice right there. If, uh, if I may, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So basically just get after it. You know, we were the same way with this podcast. Yep. I, I know I was one that held this, uh, us back for so long. So I know you're ready. And I was like, oh man. I'm not that good. I I don't, I don't think I like to sound good. And finally now I'm like, why did I, like who, uh, you know, I, I I don't, I don't know what I was so worried about. Like, you know, I, I'm, I I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I'm so happy now that it's out there. Like, why did I wait so freaking long? So I, I, I feel you, man. I I totally agree. Yeah. It's, and it's tough, man. That, that making that first, you know, in, you know, it's 2019. So let's use Facebook as the example. Um, it's hard to push that post button, right? When you type that <laughs> that thing up, sharing it, uh, like I know that feeling well. So yeah, it was it was tough for us to to share this too. But man, it's been nothing but positive since we have, right? Um, and it, it it it's such a weight kind of off the shoulders. Uh, feels good, man. It feels really good to just put yourself kind of out there. Definitely, and also like you said, okay, let's say someone does hear it and they go. Man, that guy, they, Josh sucks at that. Like, I, what's, what's the worst, what's going to happen? Like, nothing. nothing. Yeah. Like, okay, you think I suck. But okay, yeah. well, screw you then. Like, you yeah. know, like, what do, what do I care? Like, and it's just so funny how we, we put so much weight on other people's opinions all the time. Um, and uh, um, we, we overthink everything. When usually you put some out that people are going to be, people usually um, are, are very proud that you have the, the cojones to even put something out yeah. there. You know what I mean? So, um, and uh, it's, uh, it's pretty cool, the support that you, you end up having from, uh, from people that you would uh, never even realize. It's, it's so. cool, and it's hard. It, it doesn't necessarily get easier. So even for example, I don't, you know, like, I know we're, again, like over time maybe, but like, so I'm look. I'm kind of, I don't say shopping around, but you know, trying to connect with different potential editors and publishers in the future. Right. So you know, a lot of them are saying, "Hey, send me two, three chapters," and I'm so like skeptical on myself. Like, what? Oh man, I got to pick the best. Cha-. Like, I'm so nervous about some of these chapters sending them out. So it's kind of like recycled, you know, worriedness or embarrassment. Like, but why? And like, so I appreciate, I know I sent uh, some of those options to you. So I appreciate your feedback on no problem. Uh, some of the things I did incorporate those and um, um, I've pushed those out uh, with yours and, and, and Natalie's and a few others uh, feedback on, you know, which were the best chapters. Here's, here's why they were uh, important to include those kind of things. And I, I'm starting to kind of uh, send those out and stuff. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, it never gets easy to share even like, man, when I was sending you those chapters, I'm like, man, I don't want Josh to think I'm a shitty writer. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, 
So it's tough. It never gets easy, but just I, I would recommend just just do it, man. Because if it if it's terrible, then people aren't going to read it or listen to it, and then they're not going to care. So, and your life will go on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like the world will still turn, the sun will still rise, everything uh, will That's be good. Right. So. Cool, man. Well, we're coming up about that. Uh, I can't talk here. Coming up on about an hour, uh, so I think uh, I think I'm gonna wrap this up. Unless you have any any final thoughts, but uh, I, I thought that was uh, really good, man. That, uh, this is exactly how I hope this podcast would go. Uh, I think you gave some awesome feedback, and hopefully, this uh, can be some inspiration for someone out there that uh, maybe you know maybe they want to do like you said, whether it be a writer or a poet or a musician or a podcaster or whatever they want to do, start a small business. Like there's, there's no reason to, to not get after it and not put the time in. Um, especially, uh, you know, like again, there's no, in my opinion, there's no bigger motivator than, um, than getting older, you know, as you get older, yep. you're like, okay, I'm, you know, I, I, I am, am on a time limit of sorts, you know, what I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. uh, you know, so it's like, yeah, you want to, there, there's there's no better time than now to uh to get things going so uh our best advice is to get out there and get after it and uh wish everybody luck uh on all of their uh pursuits of success and uh hopefully send us some of that same energy as we get this podcast going and Houston gets his book out there and so uh yeah i mean this this was a uh, really fun man hope you uh, had a good time dude. i did yeah and thanks again man i know i've said it once or twice already but i i appreciate uh you giving me the opportunity to talk about it great questions uh this was fun man i was kind of nervous going into it about kind of what i <laughs> what i want to share but again going back to kind of the ultimate point was why am i scared or embarrassed so this was cool man i really really enjoyed it All right, guys, I'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. That was a fun one. Thanks to Josh. He did a great job with that interview. I had a blast, like I said, uh, on that podcast. But anyways, uh, big things coming. Book will be out in the next couple months. So follow along on HoustonBailey.com or just listen to this podcast. I will keep everyone updated. Again, Looking at 40 uh, will be out hopefully within the next month. I'm really, really excited about it. And, uh, again, Josh, uh, I thank you for this interview. It was really fun. We'll talk to you guys soon.